Matthew 18 2-3 NASP. And he called a child to himself and set him among them, and said, Truly I say to you, unless you change and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. For quite a while now, I've had this recurring thought surface and resurface, in my mind, time and time again, especially when I'm praying. And the thought has to do with how Adam and Eve interacted with God, prior to the fall. Do you ever get to the place where you are aware of how little, you are truly aware of? It can be comprehending how and why we interact with one another in the manner that we do or how our emotions can influence our actions and how our minds can and do influence our thoughts or the very words that come out of our mouths. As my almost three-year-old granddaughter said to me the other day, when we experimenting with the small lights on the inside of the car, it's complicated Papa. Out of the mouths of babes, and it indeed is. Do you ever wonder, why in the world, considering what Adam and Eve enjoyed and had, they would allow the communion they had with God and the freedom they had, to be taken away from themselves, by transferring their dependency on God, upon themselves, where they previously trusted and relied in God for literally everything? Have you heard the saying, you don't really appreciate what you have until you lose it? And I've had another recurring thought, wherein the one-third of the angels in heaven, sided with Satan and were cast out of heaven, to earth. And the thought is that somehow, what has taken place on this earth, with Adam and Eve, and ultimately us, has to do with God rectifying and solidifying that which transpired in heaven, so that it won't happen again. But in order for that to be rectified, we, God's creation, need to learn, in a very deep meaningful way, the reality of God's holiness, wisdom and the depth of His love, so that we can truly begin to appreciate God, for who He really is, versus our own reliance in ourselves and our own abilities. Do you think that God was taken by surprise by what Adam and Eve did? I don't think so. Do you think that our learning about our own limited abilities has a purpose? I think it does, in more ways than one. And ultimately, the revealed wisdom of God shows us that our true completeness is only possible in and through God's provision, made possible through the person and sacrifice of His Son, and our life in Him versus our own attempts at becoming like our Creator God, through ourselves. And do you think that God's revealing of some of His wisdom to us in part, so that we see in part and understand in part, 1 Corinthians 13 12, but will eventually know Him as we are known, serves a purpose? How about the restoration of what originally was? But this time it will or should be different because we've learned about some of our own limitations, and we've learned about some of God's true glory. When you get a chance, read over all of 1 Corinthians 15. But note, in particular 1 Corinthians 15:22, which reads, For as Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. And also 1 Corinthians 15:45, which reads, So also it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living person. The last Adam was a life-giving spirit. Does a young child know what they do not know? Most times they will easily admit that they don't know what they don't know. Does a young child trust those whom they rely on? Yes they do, usually without hesitation. I remember our young children throwing themselves into my arms when I was standing in a swimming pool, when they knew that they did not know how to swim. When Jesus says that unless we change and become like little children, we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven, notice Jesus uses the preamble truly, which as we know, highlights a major truth that Jesus wants us to really comprehend. I use the highly technical term biggie. You don't want to miss this, because it is on the exam. Sometimes, when I ask God to lead me, guide me and help me follow Him, it is with the understanding that I know, I don't even know what I don't know. It's literally like I am almost blind. And interestingly enough, it is only commencing with the ministry of Jesus, that the Bible ever gives witness to, the blind having their sight restored. And even this, signifies to me, the status of my dependency in Jesus. Just something to think about. 
Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.